The sponsor of today's show is yeah. Infuse. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to be more healthy, if you're looking for, to get a sweet, sweet water bottle, we've got some positive gaming water bottles, some X1 Bros water bottles. Not water bottles, no. They're water vessels. They're gaming water vessels. It's better than a water bottle. Get rid of that crappy they water ta- bottle. They take your places. Yeah, get an Infuse. Head over to x1bros.com forward slash hydrate. The cool thing about Infuse, you get sick of water, you can flip a switch and get some sick flavor, some sweet flavor. It's just so good once it touches your lips. x1bros.com forward slash hydrate. Enter Positive Gaming at checkout. Let them know you came. Guys, these are serious supporters. They're helping us get a studio and stuff. Help them or show them that it's worth it to support us. Head over there. Support them today. x1bros.com forward slash hydrate. Positive Gaming to check out now to the show welcome everybody we are the x1 bros this is your positive gaming xbox one community let me tell you for everybody that's listening to the podcast lot right now on your way to work just know that tonight's stuff has hit the fan and it's hit the fan multiple times even just right now in between just during the credits right now that we're rolling the intro music stuff happened it got real and we we, <laughs> we learned we learned I'm an idiot. We learned some valuable lessons about some uh, life lessons. Some life lessons. Yes. Uh, lesson number one: Don't erase specific files you need to run a podcast. Lesson number two: Hit the record button hit before record you start button. the show. Yeah, we, it, just, it uh, didn't happen. I mean, we we did how many times on that intro? Three or four, and then the one we <laughs> that was the take. I didn't press record. <laughs> Whatever. We're just rolling with it, everybody. We're rolling. We're just going with it. Welcome, everybody. We are your X One Bros. Thank you very much for joining with. This is your Positive Gaming and Xbox One community. This is podcast number two hundred seventy three. As always, I'm joined by the Bros, the X One Bros. First, it's Mister McSpicy. Hey, he's lost two years for what just happened before the show. It's Jordan the Man. Hello. And I am X1. Welcome to the show. Let's just jump right into it. Yeah, I mean, we've been streaming for two hours. Might as well do a show now. Let's just jump right into it. Black Knight actually had a question. We've actually got two questions, but Black Knight had a question that I wanted to jump in and use as the focal point of today's. He's, this is his question. Black Knight wrote in. He says, do you believe games are becoming too grindy? Like if you miss a week or one day, you may have to uh, you may have missed a meta weapon that everyone has. And to play with them, they say, do you have this weapon? And you don't. And then you feel like a fool. They don't let you play. Grindy games. There are there. I don't know if games are too grindy, but there are more grindy games. Do you don't do you think that's an accurate statement? Uh huh. Jordan, thoughts. Grindy games. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's too grindy, right? I mean, that's what's cool about that weapon is it's rare. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or that piece of equipment, piece of gear, whatever you you know, whatever game you're playing. Is it like? Is it like? It's what it's what adds rarity to it, that. It's like the creeper status, right? A girl considers you a creeper if she's not into you. If she's into you, what you say is not creepy. Right, that's like grindy. If you're into the game, it's grind. It's not grindy. If you're not, it's super grindy. Is that what makes a game grindy? Well, I think. I mean, there's um, games that I like that I consider grindy, like Destiny. I keep thinking, is that what makes it grindy? Is the the girl that thinks you're a creep? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I actually, I actually think that games can be too grindy. I I agree. I I think though that some games do the grindiness well in the fact that they make it so it's like dailies. Oh, yeah. And weeklies and monthlies and whatever it is, because then I can just choose not to do those. Sure, sure. But some games where if you don't do it and then you're behind everyone else, like how ESO launched. Sure. Made it so I could not play with my friends. You literally could not play. Yeah. There was no way. And that's a game that I would want to play with my friends in, right? So I think there's a right way to do it. I think there's a wrong way to do it. That game now is fixed where you can choose your grind level. 
You know, I mean, Jordan right over here is a he's the grind he master. Is a, he is a he's a power player. level 10 grinder. Yeah, he's a level 10 dungeon grinder. That's what yeah. he does. He's got the badges to prove it, too. He grinds so. it out. You see his hands? See his hands? Show the world yeah, your show hands. Show the world your hands. Show your world oh, your hands. These your are, man hands. These are grinding hands right there. Yeah, yeah. For everybody uh, listening, Jordan's holding his man hands up. Those are grinder hands. Those right can there. grind. Man grinders. Very impressive. That's what they are. Yeah. Join your man grinder. The good old MGs. The MGs. The man grinder. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's my so thought. Is, I, I think, and when a game does do that, I just don't play it. Yeah. Because I, all right, you, so you're going to suck the life out of me. I'm going to do ESO is an example where they did the grind wrong at first, right? Yeah. Like they they went back and fixed it because you were left out essentially uh, when when it first dropped. They made a lot of changes. They went with the one world uh, ESO. Jordan, have you ever felt left out of a game that was just too grindy that you just couldn't keep up with? Is there any game like that in your lifelong experience? Um, and who does it the best in your opinion? Who does the grind the best? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. A lot of I, games do it differently, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, Destiny does it pretty well. It's just a carrot on a stick, right? Why are you continuing to log in and get that stuff? Yeah. Right? Uh, World of Warcraft used to do it really well. Maybe they're going to do it again. They are in a couple weeks. Yeah. Hey. So, and tonight. You've been uh, tech testing it, right? Yes. Boosting up. Yes. It's not easy, it's but not that's easy. what's nice. So they do it right. Uh, who did you? Who did you say you think did it right? Spicy. It looks like you were gonna say. I was gonna say games that are more casual with the gr- not casual with the grind. I mean, it has to be kind of a case by case basis. I I like Hearthstone, sure, because you, the grind is the dailies. They give you good dailies, and they stack. Like there's three of them, and you can choose once a day to get rid of one of the thing to. Change it out with something else if you don't want to play. For example, if you don't play Hunter and yeah. they have a Hunter daily, right? You, yeah. you can switch it out and there's a chance to get something that you do enjoy. I think that's a really good way to do it. I don't like the ones that you can't remove, the dailies that are stuck. Um, and, and, and Hearthstone actually does it wrong sometimes where they have events sure. that say, for example, I had one that was... Something that I could not do. I literally could not do it, but it was part of the event for three months, whatever expansion that they had. And I could not do it in my situation and my cards and how I have everything set up. I literally could not do the do the daily, but it kept the slot for three months. And so I only had two slots to basically work with. Yeah. Right. So there's wrong ways to do it. And they've they do that, too. But I don't know. Case by case basis. If it if it offends me, I won't play it. Like ESO. <laughs> you take it personal. I, I do. You take it personal. Yeah. Uh, a couple games. Diablo came up in chat here. Diablo. Overwatch. Uh, Bearback Slayer says the Overwatch gold weapon grind sucks. You guys have experience it's, with the gold weapon grind? super. The, uh, they did that on purpose. They want you to... They want the golden guns to mean something. Yeah. And Blizzard, they know how to grind. Yeah. And uh, it takes... It takes so much gameplay to get a golden gun. Well, just to get to ranked. I'm trying to get to ranked so I can play with you. I'm level 17 right now. It takes so long just to get to ri- be able to play ranked mode, which I, they I get that. They did that on purpose, too. I get that, but maybe just ease, well, ease it up a little bit for me. I don't know. I think they did that on purpose in the wrong way because they slowed down leveling so you'd buy so more, you'd loot, buy box more loot, box. loot boxes. Oh, essentially. Is that what yeah, it was? They, uh, yeah, you're coming in late. They wanted, to, they wanted to increase their dividend. Dang it. So they... Dang or it, or it wasn't Blizzard. I'll bet you good old Activision hey, Trish, had them flip the switch. Yeah. Hey, Trisha says uh, Destiny is feels like a, is a good grind. He says, I don't mind grinding in Destiny. 
unless my friends are ahead of me and then I get irritated. And I think that's the point that Black, yeah. Black Knight says. If your friends are ahead of you, it's almost defeating, right? It it's, feels defeating it's sometimes. It makes you feel like you want to play it's, another game. It's the good part of the game because it keeps you hooked, but it also can feel you... Leave but you see, feeling abandoned. Destiny is one of those games where you can do other things this with your friends. So it makes it if it's the only thing like ESO was, then it's like, why am I why would I even try? Yeah. But Destiny, you can be like, okay, well, let's just do, you know, let's just do these strike missions for now, and then we can build you up together. And it still helps everyone, sort of, to a certain extent. Yeah, absolutely. So that, I just thought that was a really good question. Uh yeah, it was. one more, one more to bring up before we get to news. Uh this one comes from John O'Man. John O'Man says, do you feel that selling cosmetics has on a cash shop? Oh, sorry. Do you feel that selling cosmetics on a cash shop has made it easier for devs and is ruining the depth of games instead? Like if you were able to unlock them by achievements, you know, like you used, Jordan yes. explained, like you used to be able to earn. So basically the question is, do you feel, and maybe, anyway, do you feel that co- by being able to buy cosmetics in the shop is ruining a, a part of the gameplay? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, I do. Because, uh, for example, let's take Halo 3. When we got those skins in multiplayer, it was because you earned them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the sure. samurai. Yeah. yeah the yeah, sword Whether, the whether back, you're yeah. doing skulls in campaign or whatever, it's because you earned them, right? And there's a sense to that earning. Like, even uh, taking it like World of Warcraft Classic, doing yeah. a tech test today and tomorrow and then coming out in a few weeks. When you had good gear, you earned that gear and talk about a grind i mean you, sure. you so when someone comes in with the sword of swords you're like holy you slash kneel to that guy slash you know, kneel. You know, <laughs> I mean, that guy that guy comes in like uh same with uh, uh i thought destiny one did it really well uh what was it called fate bringer one of the yeah. coolest hand cannons i've ever seen in my life i've still weapon. yet to get it awesome and when when well i mean i guess it's rng focused but you had to earn it right you know what i sure. mean it wasn't I uh, I think and that, that's not necessarily a cosmetic, but I mean it, it kind yeah. of expands into that realm of gear and cosmetics stuff like that, right? I think I personally think the solution is a hybrid of both. Uh, for example, uh, Fortnite does their you can buy the whatever season pass or whatever, and then you can get stuff right. Yeah. And when you get to tier hundred, usually it's a pretty good skin. Yeah. For example, I have the John Wick, the Reaper, which was the original John, John Wick, Wick yeah. although they did come out with a John Wick that makes it kind of dumb. But when I pulled out that skin from season three or four, sure, it meant it, it does mean something, right? Yeah. But you still can go to the shop and buy other skins that you like. Yeah. But they do have those skins that go, uh, when you're even when you're playing in a match, you go. There's a there's a there's a John Wick over there. Be careful yeah. Yeah. because you knew that they put in the time, and so they have to experience. But yeah. again, with that system in Fortnite, can't you just buy your levels too? You can, but what a damn waste of money! <laughs> yeah, I know that's what I am, but, but you know, but that's for the like most part, most people aren't doing. Most that, people won't do that because they can't, it's because they can't afford it. It's so expensive. <laughs> no, it really is. What is it? It, it Five, uh, a couple bucks per level or something. Like I don't. That. I don't think it ruins the game. I. I think uh, if you do it right, right. Like I think, like Spicy said, there is as long as it's something. If they have equipment that you have to earn, um, the grind for the golden guns in Overwatch, right? Like every, you know, yeah. you know, you've earned those. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, and then you can get other stuff too. So I don't. I don't think it ruins it. I do think. Um, if you do it wrong and you make it too easy, it does take away a little bit of the depth and especially well, the coolest gear needs to be. 
hard to yeah. get. It needs to be the hardest to get. Well, I don't. I don't think it ruins a game. I do think it takes away a gameplay element. There you go. Yeah, I think that's a that's a way. It does. It does because the game could still be fun and have. Because when I got the samurai skin or or the, some of the other cosmetics in Halo Three, it was like, whoa, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. It was it was it was a thing. Brendiggy in chat says, "Wouldn't the competitive gamer avoid wearing the Reaper skin once other players? Oh, since other players would be more cautious around you. Yes, and that's why a lot of the a lot of the more experienced or a lot of experienced players wear the default skins mm. for that competitive edge. But at the same but time, sometimes you just want to whip it out when you pull up in a Lambo. <laughs> yeah. Let me whip this out. When you pull up in a Lambo, you get people look right, and that's that's the same thing. Like." You have you have the skin that was hard to get. This is true. Yeah. So it's and sometimes you just want to roll in the Lambo. This is true. Uh, like there. Oh, I was gonna say there's an example, one that I'll never forget. Uh, we all know Illidan, our good sure. friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a demon hunter. Anyway, in uh, <laughs> our good friend, the demon hunter. Our good friend, the demon hunter. Yeah. In uh, the expansion, Burning Crusade, you actually fought him as a raid boss, right? He has yeah. cool weapons. His blades. Yeah, he uses? you can get them. They're they're the war glaives, Whoa, right? You can. But there hey, was. Can I get uh, them like in real life? I want yeah, them. Yeah. They're ca- they kind of remind me of like the. Uh, Klingon weapons. Yeah, they're, okay. they're good. Sorry, they're, I don't. Mean to I think he you. descends from them. You <laughs> from <know>. the Klingons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, so there was you could get the warglaves, which were hard enough to get already because there were there were a drop rate and you had to beat them on different you know stuff like that. But I remember uh, who got world first or server first warglaves on our server, right? And it, like that guy was legit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he had a he had an aura around him when you'd see him walking around the city. You know. Like it, it meant something because he he literally had no life. Yeah. So and how do you so kill that, that which, which has, has no life? life. So to some <laughs> no, I mean I'm sure he had a life, but so it, it it here it, it means something. Yeah. You know? No, I agree. Uh, so to summarize, we don't think it ruined. You, I think we're all in agreement here, right? It doesn't ruin the game. Um, like to be able to have cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do enjoy when they make special cosmetics that you have to earn. Like that's that adds additional yeah. gameplay. I think it's a balance. Yeah. I think you don't unlock everything for people to just straight up and pay for. Yeah. But they still need to make money and I get that and like Fortnite is a perfect example of making cool skins will make money. Oh yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, I pull out my Reaper and even when I'm playing with my nephews and their friends, they go, "Oh, snap. Oh, snap, where'd you get yeah. that from?" I'm glad he's on my team. <laughs> yeah. You know, cuz I cuz that was the one season I played Fortnite hard. Yeah. Is that the game where you bought purchased the most cosmetics? Is for what's the absolutely. Game you most cosmetics that one? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Although you could argue that Hearthstone's card packs are cosmetic. Are technically yeah. the same thing. The yeah. ski card skins and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't well, you kind of earn those but yeah. just the fact that you're buying something that's in a package that sure, you sure. don't know there's a random drop yeah, I, th- I think too i know for myself i don't mind oh, whoops. oh my goodness we got oh, the oh, alerts go. on yes. Yes. there you go listen to the podcast live you're there confused <laughs> wingman status baby yeah. thank you for the follow this uh for those of you that listen if you ever want to watch the show live you can do so every single week over at mixer mixer.com for slash yeah. x1 bros come join us yeah. what's so great about day. do you know what's so great about today just how the sausage is made how factory. many errors that have happened that's okay this is what happens we're just every week we're trying to improve the stream we're trying to take things to the next level we're trying to improve the podcast yeah. and when you do that Sometimes uh, you cross streams, you cross yeah. wires, mm. cross the streams. I thought you said that was bad. <laughs> it's, it is, yeah. but no, it's a, it's an interesting question. And it's I know I've question. been like talking about gear, but I think gear and cosmetics, like buying and earning them, kind of. Is, yeah. Also, oh, there's just something about. Also, earning if something, there's a good you know? game that you enjoy, you enjoy 
purchasing cosmetics yeah. to support the developers. I think that's that's a lot of people do. Yeah, I know I do every. I mean Hearthstone again. Every time they come out with an expansion, I'll buy the most thing that so just because I think they're a good developer and mm-hmm. I think they're making good content. I yeah. will every expansion purchase the mm-hmm. eighty dollar pack or sixty dollar pack. Which by it's the, the best way, value. The eighty dollar pack. It's the best value. I only got two legendaries. That's how they. Oh, that, that's how they get. That's yeah. the worst, absolute worst possible. You get eighty packs, and you get I think a legendary out of every forty guaranteed, and I got two and eighty. So it's literally the worst. Wow! Wow! You luck was not with you that no, night. It was a bad day. <laughs> no, it was a good day because I got the open cards. But that is fun. Yeah. That is fun. That Anyways, was great question. Great question, Black Knight. Great question, gentlemen. Thank you very much for writing in. Before we get to news, it is uh, that time of the month. Can we queue up the announcement music? Oh, yeah. is, it's time for our giveaway, our monthly Patreon giveaway. To enter the monthly video game giveaway, you just have to be live during the show over on Mixer.com. You're automatically entered. And then if you're not able to make it live, if you're a Patreon supporter, you automatically are entered as well. Coming in. This so this is the winner. This week's winner. Yeah. This month's winner. This month's winner. We roll right. We roll in spicy stocking. Oh, what, last, so I need to talk. Segment. No, no, no. Where are you? <laughs> so I need to talk <laughs> while you roll. Looks like this month's winner. Oh my goodness! Coming in in a cool five foot two, <laughs> one hundred and seventy-five pounds. The one and only, the man with the ten. He is Cerebra Assassin. Oh! Cerebra Assassin, come on down. One yes. of the producers. Nice. He's the producer yeah, as well. He's got a Dark Souls credit. Yeah. He does have a Dark Souls. The Dark he Souls deserves name. it. He's been around forever. All Congratulations. Right. Thank you very much, everybody, for your support. Thank you to all our patrons. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to support the show, uh, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com forward slash x1. No, forward slash positive gaming. x1bros.com forward slash support. Support us. It, it really helps. It helps keep the lights on. But we're trying to improve the stream. Then it really helps if you support us. It really does. <laughs> like yes. a lot. Uh, and maybe, thank you. We love you guys. It's, this is the best maybe, community, seriously. Maybe there'll be less problems. But <laughs> yeah. I know from Puff Daddy that Mo Money is, is Mo, Mo problems. problems. Yeah, so hmm, figure that out. Doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. With that, let's get this show on the road. Dude, Jordan, tell us what is happening in the world. That is Xbox well, One this week. Finally, without any further delays, we have gotten the official patch for the Cataclysm event in Anthem. Boom. It's here. They've uh, they've added the Cataclysm. They've added a little bit new story. There's two core mechanics to the Cataclysm. The two core mechanics to the Cataclysm are the timer that counts down as you run through and, and blah, as you try to squeeze in encounters to extend time before the final boss fight. Which it's pretty cool. I've I've yet to play it. I actually had to reinstall Anthem well, last night on my box. Yeah, before the stream, yeah. I was asking people because yeah. we haven't had a chance to jump in to Cataclysm yet. This has been huge, yeah. right? And before the stream, we were asking people what they played, uh, and someone had mentioned that they had jumped in. I believe it was Professor Chungus. I want to say that they yeah. had jumped in to the new Anthem patch, and Cataclysm is amazing. So that is good news. That's good to hear. A lot of people have been waiting for this patch. It got delayed. It is here. Cataclysm is here. The mechanics yep. sound cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so there's a timer mechanic, and then the fact that the storm outside selected safe zones means you can't just go exploring. You, you know, it, it kind of keeps you. Anyway, it's super cool. There's a lot of cool stuff. I'm actually excited because there's some new story missions. There's some, I believe, there's new gear as well, and 
they've added uh, updates to the guild system and all that fun stuff. Like oh. I said, I haven't played it yet. I'm just kind of going off some of the patch modes. I, I mean, yeah. Anyway, I reinstalled it because I did actually uninstall it's from a my big, box. I mean, it's I a needed, big patch. Uh, no, it's, it's. I think it's their biggest since yeah. launch. Yeah. So. It's a good update. I like Anthem. I really do. I think it's a good game. I think the mechanics are good. I do think they lacked the content. Yeah, I mean that was right? the common the common theme. Is it too late? Do you think? I don't think it is. I don't well, think. I th- here's the thing that we've learned with like a No Man's Sky. It's never too late. No, no, not at all. Yeah. I mean, look at. Uh, I mean, I always uh, I always talk about Final Fantasy fourteen. I mean, they botched it. And or Diablo. Now, Look at Diablo. Well, they, Diablo 3. They way botched it. They botched that one. I mean, I don't, and then I don't, that one botched so hard. I, I don't even know how that conversation went. I remember at went. launch, and then it took like three years, and it was basically a relaunch, and then everybody jumped back in, and yeah, Diablo I think 3 it was fantastic. Uh, well, yeah, you no. remember the first two weeks, let alone all the problems with the auction house and all this stuff? Yeah. The first two weeks, no one could play. Because it was online only. It was online only, and their servers were broken. <laughs> so yeah, rem- so it was a single player online only game. Yeah. and so Where I- you used real money to buy your gear in the dungeon crawler. <laughs> which dungeon crawlers, that's funny because a, dungeon crawlers are looting game. Yeah, the yeah. purpose of it is to loot. Yeah, that botched hard. Yeah, it's a hard but botch. then they came back. They redid it, and Diablo it's Three a is, a, is yeah. a fantastic game. Same it's with good. No Man's Sky. Now Anthem didn't have those kind of problems. Anthem's complaint was people wanted more of it, right? Like that's ultimately the complaint. Which is actually, when you think about it, is a good complaint. Oh man, I I just wanted more. You know what I mean? Like there yeah, just wasn't content. enough content the, there for the them. loop. Wasn't sustaining. The loop wasn't satisfying. Yeah, but that can be upsetting. Like no, no, it, it is upsetting. Oh no, yeah, I get. That. I got. I, there's a nice big burger. Oh yeah, you know, third pound or whatever, and then you take one bite and they take it away. Mm. That's upsetting. That is, you know, it is or upsetting. or the worst. This is the worst. Is when you ask your wife. She's probably watching, so I got to be careful. I guess you ask your wife. <laughs> Backup. Do wife. you want food? Because I'm gonna get some food. Just so you don't eat my food. Oh, that happens to me all and the time. And then she goes, "I'm not hungry. Oh, hey, it's I fine. Have, can no. I have? Can I have some no, of your fries?" No, she does this. I, I, I will spend my fun money to get this <laughs> under control because I have a specific amount of food that I want to eat. And then it's, you know, oh, no, it's fine. You know, whatever. You know. Yeah. Which, by the way, we've had a lot of discussion over the years. I think I have it under control now. You know, but there's still that chance that she'll take a couple fries. Yeah. Yeah. That upsets me. And sure. so when Anthem doesn't come out with everything that we want, <laughs> to say, you know, somebody's picking off your fries, you get upset. You get upset, yeah. As a man, you get upset. I can, I can, I can relate. Mm. I understand. Yeah. But hopefully this solves it. We will jump into <laughs> Anthem this week. We will give you guys our first impressions next week, so stay tuned for yeah. that. Yeah, so pretty cool patch. Check it out. And it's free, I guess we should say, on Dude, top there of that. You go. It's uh, 100% free. All right, Modern Warfare had uh, some more news this week. Dude, so not uh, necessarily surprising because the last few Modern Warfare or last few Call of Duty games have had this, but they did confirm it. Modern Warfare is getting dedicated servers, which is fantastic. Dedicated servers are always good for everybody. Um, Activision apparently has the money for it. Yeah. So Activision also did announce that Call of Duty is this week. I they announced Call of Duty is a yearly release. Dude. Surprise, surprise there. Yeah, but big surprise. Yeah. Well, this was in their earnings call. Yeah. Activision yeah. is down on year over year. They they predicted this because you know they've made cutbacks and stuff. Yeah. Um, they predicted this, and then they're the in their comms in their call, their conference call, the shareholder call, I think is what it is, right? The financial world, whatever. They talked about they're really expecting Call of Duty to do good, and I'll tell you what it. Up until now, this game looks really good. My guys, hope you like. Oh, sorry, 
looks really oh. good. Hey, uh, this is actually one of the uh, videos I watched. Uh, he's a he's a good YouTuber. Oh, okay. Is, so you know. is this gameplay of what yep. what we're talking about? Well, right. it's gameplay. Oh, well, I'll okay, I'll just put it up to you. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But Modern Warfare making more news. It has been confirmed that 64 player Ground War is coming. Boom. Now that's very interesting because I think they are going after the Battlefield crowd. Oh, because that's what Battlefield does, 32 and 32. Yeah. Yeah. They are going to have vehicles. It's going to be really interesting to see how the vehicles work. There are going to be piloted choppers, and they're on player the, piloted choppers. And they're on that new engine, which really was what set Battlefield apart, in my opinion. Yeah. Like they, It was just so smooth, now, the graphics. It, they moved realistic, nice physics. Everything looked good, sounded great. Yeah. Now, Mark, this is the video I was actually watching. I wanted to tell you something. In this video that we're watching over here on Mixer, we have it kind of in the background. It's just showing gameplay of the multiplayer event where a lot of big streamers came and tried things out. One thing I noticed, if you look at the spawn system, it's very... It's interesting. Because in a good way or a bad in way? In a good way. Okay. Because when they spawn, it's kind of like Battlefield Five, where it goes up and then you kind of zoom down into the map. Sure. But if you notice... There's two sides of this, and this might just be the specific game mode. It looks like a kind of a domination type mode. But if you mm-hmm. notice, each team is only spawning in a certain section of the map uh, on the very back perimeter, right? And if you notice, within that back section of the map, they're actually spawning in different locations. So what I think this does, and this is just me, is it per- it basically does... Fixes the spawn problem. It fixes the spawn problem because you're not spawning behind the person you just killed or whatever yeah. that just killed you. Whatever. Yeah, that's that means now, that I'll probably be playing this. Also, game oh. because it's in the back section and it's within different sections of the back, like it feels like there's kind of a big square and they spawn in random spots within that square. It prevents camping because you don't know where they're going to spawn within that area, right? Okay. So you can't spawn camp like if you we knew okay they're gonna spawn by this bucket every single time you know you can just stand there and wait for them right but it's choosing different spots within like a certain area right yeah yeah so anyway i i don't know how for sure how the sponsor they haven't said anything obviously but uh, it looks everything that i've seen it looks like they're going in the right direction whatever game director they hired this year or maybe it's i don't know they, i feel like he's on point Dude. He's making good changes. Well, they they said they re- Activision rearranged and uh, put put a bunch of money and rearranged assets and stuff like that. So they moved the desks around. They moved the desks. Yeah. Put the, a fish tank in the to corner. focus to focus on on some of their IPs. And I think this this I mean I think it shows. Yeah, I really do. This looks so good. Another cool feature I like about this game right there. If you notice when he went into the the zooming yeah. down the iron sights, it doesn't, with the exception of the sniper. It does, and I I can't remember. I haven't played Black Ops in a while, but it doesn't fill up the whole screen. It's as if you're actually looking down the scope. Does that make sense? Your scope only kind of goes to the middle of the screen. It doesn't fill the whole screen. Yeah, I think you that know, I think that depends on the weapon the, itself, the, or the, the weapon scope. and the scope. Right? So because I notice when they're using the sniper, it it full screens, but when they you see like that, yeah, the, that's you know how I mean? that's how Call of Duty's been, f- been okay. for a while. Yeah, okay, then, that's no, no, no. I just I just like that, right? But. It's really cool. It has been confirmed, uh, 32 versus 32, and they, they are still saying they can get up to 100, uh, which is pretty cool. I mean, maybe they're testing at 100, and then you know, 64 players is just going to be right there optimized. Yeah. Who knows what they're doing? But also, there was an interview with, I believe, the senior art director, and he was asked rapid-fire questions like this, that, you know, what's this going to do? What's that going to do? But he was asked, is there going to be a battle royale mode? And he says, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So he neither confirmed nor denied. I can confirm it. nor de- I can neither confirm or deny. So very very cool. But uh, anyway, big Call of Duty news this week. It's I'm really excited for it. I've already, I'm yeah. Spicy's jumping at the bit. I can see him. No, it's just, yeah, it's just, and it even, just looks so. It, it looks like they're fixing a lot of the things yeah. that upset a lot of people, and 
it looks like they're catering to their audience. Now a there still more. is kill cams. I did notice that, but I mean, You're, I think that's just a thing of gaming nowadays. There is the game looks gorgeous, and I this is probably the first Call of Duty in four years, five years that I'm going to actually buy. I am buying this one. We didn't, wow. didn't, or did oh, we I guess, buy? I guess Black I bought. The, I bought. I did buy Black Ops. Well, that was for. Is the, that one of the ones I bought to make you feel bad? So you'd have to play There's with a good me. chance that's, that's <laughs> yeah, probably that's what the happens. case. That's usually what I do. Like, hey, I bought it. I spent my money. You have to play with me now. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And the uh, the last one had the battle royale mode, right? So, yeah, which we all like to try. And that was really so. that was fun. But uh, <laughs> yeah, me and me and Jono are gonna get in pretty hard on this. We're yeah, he told it. me about that. Uh, he's buying it on the PC, but thanks to cross play. Uh, we can oh, play with each other. That's funny. That means I'm going to be put on the PC servers. No, you are. I'm actually. Uh, <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I will actually be purchasing this game twice: once on the PC yeah. and once on the console. So yeah. I, will, I will be that guy. Yeah, well, but cool. I'm I'm very excited for it. Moving on, another first-person shooter, Destiny. Boom. Destiny Two. Cross. Cross, cross save. Cross I love this because uh, a lot of I have some friends that play it on PC, and I'd love to go play with them, but I just I don't want to redo everything I've yeah. done. Right. Well, you do you have know? to redo some stuff. For instance, your currency stays. On the system, yeah. It, so it's going to be similar to Fortnite. Like if yeah. I buy Sparks on my Xbox, those Spark or Sparks. Wait, no. What are they called? Sparks. V Bucks. Oh, V-Bucks. we're talking about Fortnite. Yeah, 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 Sparks or Mixer. My bad. Yeah. McDonald or not McDonald's. Uh, Mickey Mouse dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Monopoly. I, like money. when I buy V Bucks on my Xbox, they stay on my Xbox, and then I have to buy a separate version on the Switch yeah. or whatever, right? So that that currency, I what do they call them? Uh, I forget. Silver. Silver. There you yeah. go. That's an easy thing to remember. Yeah. Uh, gold. Silver. <laughs> silver. Platinum. I don't know. <laughs> Just choose one. So silver will stay silver on will the Silver will stay on the, platform, on the platform that you buy it from, but all your character progression and all that stuff is cross-save. Now, what's really exciting is we knew this was coming, but now we have a date, and it is not too Whoa. far, my friends. Ooh. It is August 21st. On that date, you'll be able to link your Destiny 2 accounts between multiple platforms Ooh. and play wherever you want. Ooh, I like it. So that'll be very fun. Moving on. Moving this on. this was really interesting. I so I just thought I'd throw it in there. Uh, apparently there was uh, you guys know like the G eight or whatever, like the big things that yeah, win yeah. all the countries. I mean, apparently yeah. like the gaming industry does that. Oh yeah, once the, in a while. Yeah, I, yes, I've read about this. Yeah, it made I can't me forget what it's it called. Just, well, it made me laugh because they were talking about the summit was this week. The summit, like, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> the gaming was, summit was really intense. Anyway. But they talked about uh, loot boxes and other such things. But basically. In a nutshell, what had happened is the three big uh, platformers, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony, Sony, have agreed to basically have a, what would you call it, a rule? A standard. They're setting a standard. standard. That's that's the politically correct way to say it. Well, they're setting a standard that if you're going to have loot boxes in your game on their platforms, you have to show odds for your loot boxes. Which which I think is kind of cool. I actually... Ironically, I think odds... So this is how my mind works, right? And I think I'm someone prone... To gambling, which is what they're trying, who they're trying to help. Yeah, <laughs> showing me odds makes me want the you know you makes you gamble more. I, let's say I win, yeah, I win a uh, hundred to one item, right? But I see spicy won the thousand to one item. It makes that more valuable because now I know how rare it is. There's a monetary value. It essentially adds monetary value to me for me. So I think it's I think that's hilarious. Someone like me, I like the odds. Yeah. The odds. So it'll be interesting. So I'm I wonder. A risk taker. I wonder, like, basically, what that means, or what it means to me when I read it. Like, take a game like Overwatch, who does have loot boxes, they have to disclose their odds. Like, this diva skin is a 
two percent chance. What's super right? interesting about that is because I think you know those sprays are going to be like a ninety percent chance. I think Overwatch has changed their odds consistently. Oh to, yeah, to when they want more money, kind of a thing, right? Yeah, this is going to kind of prevent that a little bit, oh, or yeah, at th- least let us know that hey, we want more kaching, yeah. so you're going to be screwed. Now nah, it's more. Yeah. yeah. Do you, you know? think it's a problem? The loot box thing is is a real issue. It depends on how it's done. Well, no, no, but like let's like, take let's take Overwatch. When you say, do you think it's okay for Overwatch to do loot boxes how you just described them? So Overwatch does it incorrectly. Okay, they purposefully make it so their sprays that are pointless and useless are repeated extensively throughout every loot box that you get, and you can get four at a time. Four, yeah, which is all you get in a loot. box. You can get the same items. spray. In the same loot box, sure. like okay. it's it's terrible, and they do that in a way. It's just really really upsetting. It just I actually on my Overwatch account on uh, my Xbox, I have 150 plus yeah. that I haven't just opened. And you can purchase loot boxes. You can purchase I wonder them. if there's a limit. Yeah. Like if you'll reach 999 but, and like you can't get anymore. But you earn funny. them too. But you can you earn them, them well. by leveling up, yeah. which they which they slowed down. They decreased your experience, so you would get those loot boxes less and less, right? Sure. So I think like a move like this keeps. Uh, keeps the integrity of certain companies well, keep, honest. It's transparency, yeah, and it's I transparent. think transparency is always good. I, I like that. But so I really disagree with that. I really disagree with flooding your loot boxes with things that no one will ever use or care for or want to an extent that it's just pointless to open them. Uh, I think the drop rate for a legendary is just like one out of. 80? Well, we're about to find... Uh, here's the thing. Who's going to test that to see that those are correct? So they do... Uh, well, if they have to submit their things to... There's, like, there's like people that crawl and, and source out and do a whole bunch of stuff like that. Sure. Like, uh, the reason we know on uh, Hearthstone, they have a deck tracker that I actually use when I open packs. Um, they have a lot of software out there for Hearthstone, but they call it a pity timer. And so it's a plug-in. I, pl- I turn it on whenever I open packs, and it tells me that specific pack, what the odds are, uh, the odds are, and what it's guaranteed to get it in, right? So the fact that I knew that, was like, that I got the worst odds possible on my $80 pack we talked about <laughs> yeah, earlier yeah. is because that software tells me every 40, you're guaranteed one. Interesting. And I got two out of 80. Okay, let me ask you this. Because uh, so you I, got that one. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I feel just my gut instinct, and, and keep in mind, this is not from any research that I've done or anything. This is just how I feel in general. I'm not a guy that... Anyways, I don't know that, for instance, like that there is a pandemic of people stealing their mom's cards and spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now I know that there's lots of examples out there that we can see, but I don't, I think most, I think there are the odd developer that's trying to do that, right? They don't care. They're trying to take your money from like, are you talking about like targeting children or yeah, something? From targeting children from, tar- well, from, the- tar- from ripping you off. They're basically trying to rip you off and provide you with no value. Right. I think for the most part, everybody is trying to give you value in their loot boxes. I don't think for the most part, most of the games that have this mechanic that have this option are implementing it in a way that is screwing you because they know we would revolt. Like it's, it's a market decision. If, if it's too bad, you're just not going to play that game. Like it's not worth it for you anymore. Well, you won't do that. You won't stop playing the game. Like overwatch. I still play. I just, I just think the loot boxes are broken. Yeah. They're straight up stupid. Yeah. So, but there's, I mean, there's ways to do it in a good way that gets people to pay money and thinks they are getting value like Fortnite. 
that's there's no loot boxes there, but how they do it is they allow you to earn things and they allow you to buy things what you yeah. want. I think loot boxes uh, in card games and specific genres of games are totally viable, totally worth it. You want to support the developers. You want to you want them to be able to make more content for you. Um, but if it's done in a way that's obviously deceiving in a way i would say the overwatch ones are a little deceiving because of how much they flood the loot boxes with crap interesting so i think i think i think the who is it uh the people putting this together i think electronic arts is doing it right is ea ea involved yeah ea microsoft sony yeah Yeah. although they're all getting together yeah and they're the ones which is i think a really cool thing that the industry is getting involved and that's the point i think the industry is solving it i just i'm just very wary of of having people who have never played games like have you seen when uh mark zuckerberg went up to to congress to testify the questions he was asked is people have don't even know congress People don't even know how to use Facebook properly, we, yet we expect them to be able to regulate our games and tell us what oh, we yeah. can and cannot play. I like this solution. I like just get together as an industry and just make a decision on it, and I think this is bringing transparency to it, and I think this is a good thing. Um, I don't know if it's considered gambling. I know this is under the, the rule of gambling. I know what's it called. Uh, what is the – and a lot of people will disagree with me on this, but the – DraftKings. DraftKings got sued and it wasn't allowed in, in some states because of it was considered gambling. Yeah. It went up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court ruled that it's now in it's now in all 50 states because it's not gambling. And the reason it's not considered gambling is because it ch- it tells you the odds of winning before you sign up for it. Like and it tells you what you will and will not win. So it's not like, "Oh, I'm putting on a dollar. Let's randomly see what I win." Like it tells you before you join. And I feel like a loot loot box does that as well. I feel like loot box System is much closer to a DraftKings than it is to casino gambling, right? Like our traditional gambling that we're thinking of. So, I mean, I know that's probably a gray line that uh, gets blurred there, but but I do think I do think there are some differences. But I do like the solution that is coming from the industry and not some some guy that has some no guy idea. that's never played. The guy the, or he gal hears, that has he hears about Fortnite and he thinks this is the, the, uh, a big deal and and what people tell him who have an agenda. I just I just think. Yeah, they don't. I just think the industry solving it is going to be the best solution. I so. agree 100%. Yeah. 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 Don't tell me what I can or cannot do and don't tell me what I can or cannot play. I, I you know, I, with from people that don't know what they're even talking yeah, about. Yeah, so I think Microsoft EA, I like this. I like this move overall. I agree. Yeah. Jordan, next. Uh Apex Legends is getting a solo limited or a limited time event with a solo mode, which will be uh pretty interesting. So you can queue as solos during this event. And I'm going to be interested to see how it works. So it's going to start August 13th and run through August 27th. So it's just a little over a week event. I think this is kind of just like a test thing because I think this, mm-hmm. I think the game is balanced for three. No, and that's what I'm saying. And I think I, I didn't actually read it or hear him say it, but I saw a headline saying that Shroud, the streamer, um, doesn't think it's going to be as popular as most people think because it's balanced for three. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. But I, like I said, I just saw. I think head, it's exciting. I just saw a headline that said that. No, I, I did too. I, I like I, being I, a lone wolf. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Well, no, like you said though, I think it's a test to see like can it work. Will it be popular? Yeah. Does it work in single mode? Do you think it will, Spicy? Um. Yeah, I think you're going to get people that like it, and that's what ultimately is going to be seen if people i think you're going to see if people play it and if it plays it and if it fills up servers then 
I think it's a it's a definite possibility. Yeah. I would probably still prefer the three mm-hmm. because that's what makes sense and it's balanced with the heroes and their abilities and everything for that way. But eh, so there's a good chance. I think solos is is fun. I Ronan said and in, in, uh, Ronan says I'm always for not getting matched up with scrubs. You know it's you know you won because yeah. you're good or you lost because you're you're well, bad. And the thing about like games like this is the more people you have, the less loot you have per area. Oh, because true. they're picking up stuff too, yeah. right? So going running Lone Wolf will allow you to get theoretically more loot or better loot instead of sharing the good stuff. You can now ditch some of the crappy stuff and have mm-hmm. the good stuff, right? Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Dude, it's super but, cool. Yeah, coming uh, coming this month. Uh, it'll be just a limited time event. Be sure to check it out. Apex keeps keeps up in the game. We have more free play days, which I always like with Xbox. Who doesn't uh, like you, that? Uh, it's free, right? So the, the game that will be free is Vigor, which is pretty cool. Uh, Vigor is a shoot and loot game where you build a shelter in a post post apocalyptic post, well post war Norway <laughs> but no we we seen previous to the game and we all thought it looked really interesting so I and I've yet to play it yeah, obviously I don't know, I don't really know vigor but interesting but uh it, it's pretty cool so it's in game preview right now but it is a part of free play days and that will begin August 8th which is oh my goodness today Today's and it runs through 8th. Sunday Boom. August 11th which is just in a few days so if you're listening to this after the 11th sorry you missed it but go play if you listen to it before go the 11th right now. then uh, go go give it a try right, turn this off and go play Yes. <laughs> and that brings us to the last segment of our show. Ooh. This is the portion of the show where we take your questions. To submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash positive gaming. Submit your question and we'll read it if it's good. Only if it's good. Justin Donahue writes oh. in. Oh. Justin. He says, I had a question about balancing gaming. What is the best way to go about balancing game variety when you play a game like Destiny? Right now, I would consider this my main game, and I find myself playing other games less and less because I'm afraid if I get behind... Hey, this goes right into what we were talking about early. I'm afraid if I get behind... um, I'll get behind if I step away from Destiny. Do you guys have any advice for playing MMO-like games while keeping game variety? Let's start with Jordan, because Jordan's our big MMO. He plays the most MMOs. He always has... At least one MMO going. Jordan, some advice for Justin. Yeah. How to balance his gaming genre variety. Best practices. Yes. Help the man well, out. Well, if we're talking about MMOs, I feel like I'm a little bit different in this category because I, you're I, crazy. I dig the grind, man. He's a grind. Like, well, like, let's, uh, you can use Destiny example, and I'll just use the one I always use as an example. World of Warcraft Classic, Classic is coming out, right? Which sure. is just the original uh, World of Warcraft game. When you leveled 1 to 60 back in the day, it was no easy task. No joke. I mean, you were... It was, it was tough, it took right? took months. Yeah, and like depending on what class you chose, like if you did a warrior or a paladin, oh, you were you were a masochist because it was just difficult mm. to do those two classes. That's what I'm doing. Warrior. Oh, so I, like, I like the challenge. Yeah. So no, but uh, it was it was difficult, but it's going back to what we talked about er- earlier when you earn it, right? Like I like the difficulty. I like the grind. I like leveling up in the world and stuff like that. Same with Destiny, right? I like that I have to play to progress. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, I, I get what he's saying. Like, if you miss it, there are games where, like, if you miss a day, you're behind type of thing, right? That that gets a little tough. But honestly, my the only thing that I have found that works fantastic is just power through. Mm-hmm. Like what I did with The Witcher. You just you get through it. You take a week off because it kills you. And then you just move on to the next I one. I was more like a couple months off. <laughs> yeah. I think you were out of commission for... Uh, well, The Witcher was deep. Did I just touch so your d- back? I'm sorry. That's okay. So do you not mention... Do you not... Do you not recommend 
variety games, you recommend going through, doing everything, then do your variety, and then come back when a new expansion comes out or something? Well, I mean, like, right now, I have a couple games going, right? Uh, Like, single-player games, I I suggest just beating them and then moving on. But uh, I have a mix of, uh, like, right now... I'm I'm playing Spider-Man on my PlayStation, right? Okay. I, I'm pretty much beating it. I, I'm basically on the last level. I'll beat it tonight, and then I'll uh, my single-player game. I'll move on to Assassin's Creed back on the Xbox, right? But in between those, I'm playing uh, I'm playing Overwatch. We're playing Wolfenstein. You know what I mean? Mm, We're getting that yeah. multiplayer action yeah. in there, right? So I kind of have like a multiplayer game going and a single-player game going. Now, when it comes to MMOs, that's where you gotta. I think that's gotta, his question. Well, that, MMOs. What's the, his variety status? You got to draw the line. Those types of games, a Destiny, a World of Warcraft, a ESO, you got to put in the time. So don't, I, I don't don't worry I, about variety is what you're saying. I don't think with those games like you can, like you got to put in the time. Mix spicy. Agree with Jordan, disagree with Jordan. How do you, how would you, how would you balance your 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 Destiny, your grind game while maintaining a nice Gaming balance. Basically, what we've learned in this discussion is Jordan is an unbalanced gamer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I used to have days like I had a whiteboard on my wall. Monday would be <laughs> Monday would be Warcraft, right? Okay. Tuesday would be your single player game. Uh, Wednesday would be Minecraft. You, you know what I mean? You did go. We went away from that. You didn't like it. Well, because I, for me personally, it works better when I just like, hey, I'm gonna beat Spider Man this week. Yeah. Then I'm done. Your then I'm gonna beat Assassin's Creed. Then I'm done. Right. And then during the week, we we meet up and we like we played. Minecraft and uh, Youngbloods, sure. and uh, we all played Overwatch together, right? You know, so it, it gives me that mix. Yeah, and no sleep. <laughs> that, see, that's the key. It's hard, hard because Jordan sacrifices lots of sleep to play games. That mm-hmm. he's he's a power user, man. He's a power user. Big spicy though. Any recommendations for Justin? He's going through yeah. a, a game like so, Destiny, but he want he finds his balance of gaming is going down. He wants I, to retain that balance. Okay. Ultimately, this is my theory. Just just be happy and play what you want. Yeah. Okay. That's so don't f- hopefully you're not feeling the stress that you're missing out on stuff because the games are always going to be there, yeah. especially with Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate. Now you have lots and lots of games that you can always backlog to, true. right? Uh, but I would I personally like me, I play what I want and I ch- I have tons. The problem with that, I guess, is. You have a lot of games going in your backlog, but I know that um, I started playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey again, um, and that's an old that came out what like last Q- quarter three last sold. Year. <laughs> yeah, last last year at the end of last year, um, but now I'm playing it again, and I'm th- I'll I'm thoroughly enjoying that game a lot. Right, so games will come and go, but you can always go back to them. It's not like it's and, and you'll probably get a better deal. Even if they're not in Game Pass, yeah. you'll get a discount on them, right? Yeah. But I, f- I feel like you're kind of a power player too, because you, you you go one game and then you're done. Yeah, I don't you know I, I don't mean? multitask games, yeah. right? So, um, then that's because I want to check them off the list, and I n- I usually never go back to games ever, which is funny because I went back to Odyssey, but I really just didn't. <laughs> it was a fluke. Uh, really, what, <laughs> really, what happened? What happened on that was I streamed it because I was going to stream um, Overwatch. Yeah. Oddly enough, and it had this huge update, and I was like, "Okay, what do I do?" I'm here now. <laughs> yeah, you're like, "Oh." <laughs> so I guess I'm going to play, uh, you know, Odyssey, and then that's it hooked me. It's so good. 
It is so good. So great question, yeah. Justin. I think this is something everybody struggles with, especially when you get like a big. It can get hard. Just a big game, and you're. It can get hard. That's sacri- what she said. Yeah, sacri- and stressful. <laughs> also, that's what like she the said. Witcher stressed stressful. me out. <laughs> It can get hard and stressful. That's what she said. Well, uh, great question, Justin. Hopefully that helps you out there. Kevin Gellerman writes in and says, Hey, guys, with summer drawing to an end and with family vacations wrapping up, I thought of this question for the community. Do you take your console with you on family vacation and take time for gaming or no? If not, what game do you play when you get back after a week of not playing? Thanks for all you do and keep up the great work. I think this is a great question. I'm going to go with Spicy first because I know Spicy, uh, is, during the summer especially, takes some weekend vacations uh do you play? Do you bring your console with you on vacation? Do you play? What is your strategy for 100%. family vacations? One hundred thousand percent. I know that uh, other people in the world aren't. Uh, they, you know, they got. They have uh, like Jordan has to ask permission. You know, sure. from Sarah. You know, yeah. to take your console. You asked. You asked no, well, ask permission. I asked for forgiveness. I have. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big true. difference. I have to ask for some reason, like. The Xbox and the PlayStation, she like, she sees me bring that and she says, she's like, oh, so you're not going to spend time with us? <laughs> but like I bring, but I'll bring the Switch and for some reason the Switch like gets a pass. Oh, I, like, it's it makes, true. It makes it, it through security. It's you know non, what I mean? Like, it's I don't, non, it's I don't, because it's non-threatening. My wife even's like, hey, where's the Switch? <laughs> you're like, yeah. hey, like, you oh. got her trained. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, Wait, aren't she you going to have fun with your life? Then you pull it out from under your pillow. It's because it's non-threatening. Really, it's like, it's like... Oh yeah, okay. It's, well, it's like, it's like a, a cell phone. It's like it's a, a phone. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, okay. No, I get it. You look at the Xbox and you're intimidated. No. You're like, oh. And I, so Jordan, even he doesn't dare bring his world's most his powerful console. console. But you do. I bring it, Ooh. man. I don't joke around. I like it. When I go to new areas, I, uh, I, I show that I pull it out, set it right it in the middle of the tape, right in the middle of the room. <laughs> And that is, I'm the alpha, right? Yeah. So if I have the world's most powerful here's the thing, console here's right a, there. Here's the thing when you're on vacation, too. Like, yes, it's nice to, to get away and stuff. But if you really want to play, you bring it and play with your family, like, at night when everybody's inside anyway. Yeah. like, you yeah. bring family games, party games. I know you've done that with your nephews, Spicy. Yeah. Uh, we've done that with my, with my extended family. They all are Mortal Kombat people, stuff like that. So... You can make it into like a fa- a nighttime instead of playing cards at night or or sitting and talking. Hey, we're playing games together, right? It's just another form of entertainment on your family vacation. Yeah, and uh, I've I, I had this conversation. I've had this conversation with my wife, and she understands this. When I go on vacation, my ideal vacation is sitting down and playing games. Like <laughs> that's how I relax. You're, you're like a staycation vacation. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, yeah, I'll, I'll go outside and play out on the beach and whatever. But I want the option to just relax, kick my feet up, and uh, kill some Romans. This is you know? why xCloud is so exciting, because one controller is not intimidating either. That can make it past security. You know? Yeah. No, that's and true. That's why just I, when xCloud comes click out. Click that phone on there. That's, it's going to change my life. It's going to change. There'll, <laughs> yeah. be no, there'll be no opposition <laughs> to <laughs> overcome. Yeah. I just, I, just, I, I, so I just went to Bear Lake last weekend, and um, I brought uh, my Xbox with a couple controllers, right? And my nieces or my nieces and nephews, uh, they think I'm the coolest guy in the world because they're like, "Hey, did you bring your Xbox?" I'm like, "You're dig." Yeah, right I uh, saw you playing Human Fall Flat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, they were playing that, and, then, and we I had all the. They brought their friends, and they were all playing that. And some of us are outside near a campfire and everything, and it's just, 
playing your switches being almost out, in. Being, yeah, being on vacation, having my gaming setup is just awesome. So chat quick in chat says there's no m- way my wife would allow me to bring a console. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Bill I am says uh, that she brings her her gaming devices. Uh, Super Shocker says uh, a gaming device beats the beats Risk playing Risk with the family. <laughs> <laughs> Play Risk on the console. Uh, Ronan, Wait, does the Xbox One have Risk? I remember the oh three, it does yeah, so, yeah. no no the three sixties risk was superior the new risk I'm not a big fan of oh okay yeah, okay because okay. it just doesn't have have the biggest <laughs> Quick's, uh, Quick's wife heard you yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see I saw Ronan Ronan says I bring a console if I'm going home on vacation but if I'm going on a legit vacation the most he'll bring is the switch so like yeah so overseas. I bring my switch with, well I get the switch makes it through the security right which is of my wife she yeah and there yeah. Why aren't you bringing the Switch? Yeah, you're going yeah. on vacation. Come she loves on. she loves Mario Kart. That's so awesome. No, actually, well, it's it's funny. My wife, like, she's not a huge gamer, but the only game she plays, she plays. She loves Mario Kart, Mario Party, and Super Smash. Right, all yeah. Nintendo. That's how I get the excuse to buy the Nintendo every time. Uh, Nerdlux says I bought a projector and my Switch with Mario Kart, or he brought a projector and his Mario Kart on his vacation, and it was glorious. See, and it's I think there's a stigma that you shouldn't. Uh, it's a stereotype or something that gamers shouldn't bring their console because they're on vacation. And I, my whole argument with my wife, and she wants me to relax because sure. I hardly ever get that chance, yeah. actually, yeah. Uh, is just bring it as a just in case. And if you get a chance, you're it's fun. Yeah. It's ideal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So no, I, I again, why I'm so excited for xCloud. I, uh, a controller and so a, awesome. a controller and a cell phone can make it through uh, yeah. the security. And last but not least, Fitzy says, my wife would kill me if I bought a, brought a gaming system on a vacation, but at the same time, I wouldn't bring one because my vacations are also adventures where I we wonder, go scuba diving. Doing. But see, you can do that, but when you get home. At night, right? Yeah. I wonder if xCloud, they like in the board meeting, they first thought of xCloud like, guys, man. I can't bring it on Here's vacation. How do, how do we do this? That's how it started. That's how it started. Yeah, I bet. I my bet wife yelled at me. My wife broke my Xbox, guys, because I tried Phil to bring it Phil Spencer's like, vacation. guys, let me tell you a story before we get right, this meeting Is there a way we could <laughs> do we? this on the oh, phone? No. <laughs> I've seen these ga- these phone games. Can we? Is there a way we could stream the yeah, Xbox yeah. to it, please? Guys, we got to think of something. I'm dying here. Though that's just how our meetings would go if we were to talk about anything that mattered. And then they start brainstorming. What but hey, these? stuff what? would get. What? Okay, we uh, all have phones, right? <laughs> no, it started out with. Started out with because I don't think it could be done. And then people were like, "We gotta, we gotta figure it and out." The guys in there, guys, I'm going on vacation in two months. We gotta think yeah, of we something. Got two months. We, got we need two a prototype months. now. We got something. We got two months. Let's get it done. Uh, hey, great question. Thank you very much, Kevin. Kaiju are dope is as our next question. And he says, with Death Stranding not being listed on PS4 exclusive list, do you think it's coming to Xbox PC or is this just a bug and it will get fixed? So there's a big news story. Death Stranding did not have PS4 uh, exclusive listed like it does for its other games. Do I think? don't know. I my, don't know. My theory is I don't know. So <laughs> McSpicy thinks this game's... Uh, I think he's down the... This is too weird for me. Well, the, okay. This is like your... I don't... What's so weird is how... <laughs> Weird stereotypical Japanese games, like they're it's you're expecting weird, yeah, and we got weird. And this took it to a whole. A whole I remember level. the first one was it like three years ago when it was the no, not even that. It was the feed on the beach. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it was like and invisible. You're like you're like tilting your head, like what's what's happening? Well, I guess it looks 
good, and but then, I don't and know. And then Daryl shows up. Yeah. And you're like, and then the, yeah, and then like, then they're going like the, the things going like this. And now, now everyone has an embryo backpack, or <laughs> yeah. no, they have them on their stomach. And like, doesn't yeah. the camera like go down someone's throat it's and then just, a baby? But see. Dude, somebody was that smoking game, something so strong. But that's they, what I like. They is, brainstormed this. That's Mushrooms. what I like. Is I know I'm being taken for a ride. Ah, it I is true. You know what you're getting into, like Metal yeah. Gear Solid. And what you're getting into. Metal I was, Gear I was jealous of you because you got to because I knew Metal Gear Solid had these weird elements, and you yeah. thought it was like a. No, yeah, I'm like you I were was, going. You were going. I was cell. jealous of your like, going your, Tom Clancy Splinter Cell I realism. I was jealous game. of your first time. You know, and then like, all of a sudden, <laughs> this like <laughs> thing happens. And then the dinosaur. And then gun. the wiener gun comes out of the canyon, <laughs> and it's just legs with a gun between its crotch running at me, and I. It's stressful. You gotta hide in those bushes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I did. Rink, you know. Oh my gosh. The, oh, the horseman, the apocalypse horseman, chasing after you after you know after the hospital after that scene. Oh man, I was so confused. And then y- 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 what's that? Quiet. Remember Quiet, the sniper girl. Do you remember? Oh her? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Well, every time I looked at her through which, my scope, she'd go hello. Which was she's a really cool character. But I remember, I don't know. She like it's a cutscene. All of a sudden, I'm going back to base, and then there's this cutscene where she. Feels the rain, the rain, yeah, and jumps out of the. <laughs> it was very emotional. And then, like, her boots are taken off. You just, just like, and then they like splash each other. <laughs> you just have no heart. That's what it is. You have no heart. It's just it. it he's it going. Good. He's going for the emotional heart strings. You it know, the so tugging, like tugging them. I love the emotional roller coaster those games take you. <laughs> I know. Like, it, it, they it, like they, low, I, they play with your emotions hard, <laughs> and then you go kill people. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just uh, great. It's a great formula. Yeah. Anyway, so that Death Str- so Death Stranding going. Is it a PS4 exclusive? We don't know. We don't know. I, it might honestly, just be a mistake. I, well, because uh, it'll be cool. It'd be cool to have it on the Xbox. That's my answer. I feel like Hideo could Hideo Kojima. Yeah, yeah. Hideo Kojima. I feel like he's very PlayStation. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I know Metal Gear Solid Five came out on the Xbox, but I think that was more of a Konami thing. Yeah, and maybe. It, uh, yeah, but we'll I don't know. See. I mean, hey, if it comes, I'm not going to deny it, dude. I'm I'm excited. Makes I will. I will too weird, it but I'm the, excited. Oh, no, I'm excited. Y'all, uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, it's seeing the gameplay and stuff like that. It's you're hiking around with an embryo backpack, I with little hand yeah, things, wah, 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 that, wah, wah. and then things that come out on the ground, and it's just weird. <laughs> it's just, it's just like I'm like, I feel like honestly, what's that uh, fairy tale where the emperor is has no clothes? And I'm looking at this, seeing something completely different than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, you know, the emperor has no great, clue. I don't know. Great question, Kaiju Adobe. Thank you very much for writing in. Next question comes from Blake Densley. This one's for ah. all of us here. This is a great question, too. He says, okay, I want to know what your favorite cutscene is. He says, I know Spicy had a cool one last week, and it got me thinking, what's the best one I've ever had the pleasure of viewing? He says, I'm pretty sure it's in Shadow of War. It deals with the forging of the One Ring. Oh, okay. Coolest yeah. cut. I, I know mine. That gonna, you've experienced it's probably the same as game. Mark, so yeah. I, w- I want to say it. Yeah, I know it's You go ahead. Go okay, ahead. go ahead. Spicy. Diablo 3, yep. Act. Yep. I think it's Act. End of Act 1. End of Act 1, right before Act 2. It's oh, yeah. so good. Before I even played that game, these guys showed me it multiple that, times. When Tyrion, so a very, very endeared and beloved character passes away in this section of the game that you really, really like, and you're sitting there with another character that also loved them, and there's two characters right there, and then she's 
accuses this other character of doing something, you know, of not caring, and he can he has ability to show her memories with his giant hand. With his giant hand. Talk about man hand. That's a man hand. Yeah. That's he a grind hand. Shows <laughs> what happened to him, and it takes it's Tyrael. I'm gonna say it's Tyrael, and it takes you up to Heaven. what happened to him in in the heavens. And it is one of the greatest cutscenes of all time. It is so good. Yeah. So you, yeah. Cause you, so the backstory of it is there's archangels, right? Yeah. And there's a character named Imperius who's basically the lead angel, right? The lead archangel. And Tyrael is the archangel of justice. Justice. Right. So he's, he's just, right? So anyway, he has this line. Where him and him and Imperius start fighting like angels do, you know, well, and it was a, it was a freaking cool fight. Because yeah, so in this lore, they all have different roles, oh, right? Oh, because I think yeah. Well, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So Tyrael is the he's in charge of justice, right? Mm-hmm. So so and he and then wants you have, like wisdom. He doesn't want heaven is is in this lore is abandoning the mortals. Yeah. And the mortals are being flooded with hell's demons, and. Tyrael doesn't like that because he's the god of justice, right? He's the archangel of justice. And so heaven wants to stay out of this dispute, and then they're, he's charging him and telling him, you know, kind of Because he interfered in Diablo too, right? And anyway, they get in this fight, and he has the... He, what did he say to him? He says, you cannot... You can't judge me. I'm justice itself. Yeah, and he says it's so and cool. And he starts ripping off his armor. Dude, it's oh, it's armor, the yeah. greatest it's scene awesome. ever. It's Great awesome, voice so. acting the whole time. And then it pans out to... Uh, is it the the girl burying her father right with the book? Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm not going to tell it. you. I just had a. If you haven't played Diablo three and you want to, I'm not going to tell you. It's really yeah, cool. that, who that, that character, character is. But yeah, it's Tyrael. Is so it's like a narration, and this is like showing how this character has now. It was probably the best now in his present game. state. I remember watching it for the first time and being like. Holy! Did we watch it? Did we beat it together? I had so we many chills. We, yeah, yeah, like we it was, were playing it, was, it together. We were on the PC back then because that's where it was, right? Yeah, but uh, uh, so good. And then there's cutscenes that I really like. The original Halo. I talked about this last week. Halo's sure. always got a good one. Um, the the scene and why this game, the original Halo, was so good, was that that cutscene where you're going down this ca- this tunnel and this area at in the Halo um, planet thing and. You get a memory card from a soldier's helmet. Yep. And you Jenkins. plug it in. Yep. Pri- it was a private Jenkins. Private Jenkins. And you start watching what happens. Up, up till this point, you were only fighting one foe, a very dangerous foe. And that's what you've been fighting this whole time. And then you're starting to to watch this cutscene of what's happening and what's happening. And it, he's, he's Master Chief. You can see him fast forwarding it in his helmet visor or whatever, fast forwarding it. And then you're introduced to a completely another, another enemy that you had no idea existed the flood at this point. Right. And that whole thing. And right after the cutscene, they all start flooding in, <laughs> flooding in. Ah, yeah. ah. And that, I, that was a game changer for me. Just how cool that, that whole lore developed when now you're going through these levels and the flood is fighting the people that you were fighting. It's just, it's this huge three way going on. Right. Yeah. So. yeah. John, John O'Man in chat says master chief for, for Spartan lock. He also says in yeah, halo two, when uh, he drops, he takes, the bomb. drops the bomb, oh, give, yeah. that's a great. He I want to give them my bo- <laughs> yeah. give them a bomb. He asks permission. There's a to lot leave, in yeah. Halo Two. Halo Two with Sergeant Johnson. Halo Two has a lot. Yeah, yeah. Halo Two has got a lot of epic cutscenes. Yeah, that one was so good. Just permission to leave the ship. What for, Master Chief? 
to give them their bomb back. Yeah. <laughs> and he just jumps out of the ship. Soul Patch so Adams. Good. Soul Patch Adams says Wolfenstein head chop. Wolfenstein, let me tell you the ending cutscenes of Wolfenstein, what happens, the way that game wraps up. This is the the new remake with Bethesda, but the first version of it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um Hold on, there was another one. There was one that I saw. Anything Star Wars Old Republic says Soul Patch Adams. Anyways, there's a lot of good cutscenes. Sergeant Johnson telling Covenant to hold him. Ooh. Ooh. Is that in the first one at the end, like when you beat it on Legendary, I think? Dude. Because they're fighting over a, an assault rifle. Yeah, yeah. So. Anyways, great cutscenes. Great question, though. Blake Densley. Very nice. Thank you very much for writing that in. There's a lot of. There's also. What about the shock factor cutscene? So like, here's a shock factor one. The first time you're introduced to Trevor in Grand Theft Auto Five, oh, your jaw, yeah. your jaw drops. Dude, you're like, did I just see what I thought I just saw? <laughs> <laughs> they have Rockstar does some of the. Rockstar does cutscenes that aren't cutscenes though too. So for instance, like OG Red Dead Redemption, when you come out of the barn and you're surrounded by all the police and you've got to draw your weapons and you're shooting. That's essentially a cutscene, but it's not a cut in done in not a cutscene manner, right? Like it's gameplay cutscene. That and that game was engine intense, game engine cutscene, yeah. right? Like that's that is that's an intense moment. Yeah. Dude, there's there's so many in in Rockstar games. When you first meet Trevor? Like even Liberty <laughs> yeah, when you first meet Trevor. Or anytime or you the go the second time oh, you no. meet Trevor? Or anytime you you go back to Trevor yeah. after being another <laughs> character, whatever he's doing. Dude, uh, the part like the cutscene where he's in his cousin his minion's cousin's apartment and he's talking about the teddy bear. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Where he totally trashes that guy's apartment? Yeah, uh, go right, yeah. look it up because I can't. It's a family show. I cannot uh, repeat. But uh, but yeah, uh, there. Are, Trevor is a great character, man. He's so funny. Oh man, yeah. Th there's there's so many good ones, and I even I'm gonna include some of the uh, cinematics from game trailers. Uh, the Witcher, no, the Witcher number two, Witcher two, the Witcher two, I think is my Dude, even the Witcher three, favorite. even the Witcher three ones are so good. Yeah, because they yeah. the Witcher two was that a cutscene in the game, or was that just their? Tra I think that it was, was just, just a trailer. trailer, trailer the, everyone, the start of the game. Everyone, if you're at work, I want you to stop working, go to YouTube right now that are listening, and go look up Witcher two trailer on the ship. And yeah. watch that. It is so good. Does uh, So, Jordan, you're a big World of Warcraft guy. World of Warcraft is known for epic cutscenes. I mean, it's a, it's another Blizzard game, right? It's yeah, well, it has its... Uh, like, they have their cinematics for each expansions, right? Uh, there's a few... I mean, in the, the cutscenes have gotten better with each expansion, of right? Of course. You're getting I mean, new yeah. features, new stuff, new technology, right? Uh, in some of the later... Uh, in some of the later expansions, there's some pretty cool cutscenes. They're all in-game, though. What's your most memorable? I don't know. It'd probably be one of the intro cinematics. Actually, for what? Actually, World of Warcraft. Oh, there was one. Um, so, Wrath of the Lich King is my favorite expansion, uh, mostly because I like the lore. Can of, I? Can, I don't mean to cut him no, off. Yeah, go ahead. The Wrath of the Lich King trailer. I oh yeah, I with Arthas, have, yeah. So I'm not a World of Warcraft player. I I, I somehow avoided the, that. The forest my of whole life. whispered your name. But that <laughs> the Lich King trailer when he points out his sword. And all that. Well, the narration is oh. his father, because he's a fallen person, right? He's doing bad things, right? But uh, the narration is his father telling him, yeah. you will grow up to be a king. That's true. He is a, he's a lich king, but that's a bad guy. It's fantastic. Yeah. But anyway, in, sorry, in, yeah, in, the, in that... Uh, in that expansion, there's a, I forget what patch number it was, but it was the fall of the lich king, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, 
we we've fought our way up to Ice Crown. We're about to knock down the doors, right? We've gone through a lot. We're we're finally gonna raid the Lich King and and bring him down once and for all. And the trailer came out for the patch, and basically it's his. He has this weapon called Frostmourne, which is it's kind of like the ring in Lord of the Rings. It corrupts you, but it also holds like the souls of your ancestors or no, not people ancestors, people you've killed, okay. right? So anyway, his his father comes out and he's talking to him like in a ghost form, and he's basically saying like, "Hey, they're here. You're you're done, right? He, you know, he's saying like, we're gonna get you. You're done. This is over. All your atrocities, like it's over, right? And the Lich King like looks up at him and he goes, "Let them come." Frostmourne hungers, right? And he grabs his sword, and you're like, oh, oh man. Oh, <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It was oh. pretty cool. So that's probably like one of my favorite. It was a trailer announcing the patch, right? So it wasn't an actual cutscene in the game, but it, it that was is cool. one of my favorite World of Warcraft. That is really cool. cool so. uh, a cutscene that gets overlooked that we all love, the three of us, that uh-huh. makes us laugh every time. Monster Hunter cooking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Quick with, yeah. The, with the cats. And <laughs> yeah. That. That's yeah. like why I go back to town. <laughs> well, and the armory guys, when you, oh, yeah. they're so they're happy like, to work. They're like, is he going to get us to do something? He they're is. Just standing right there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make his armor. Uh, yeah. And the samurai cat, like the, the boss cat that just sits there and watches his cats make yeah, all this like, stuff. He's like, yeah. They the, head yeah. <laughs> the head chef. The head chef. And then he, he, he puts the final touch on it yeah, every time. All right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Monster on That's the best. Last but not least, we got a question from Mass Strangler. Mass oh. Strangler writes in and says, Hi, bros. First off, I wanted to say that last week's episode has inspired me to adopt a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I streamed that week and every, everybody called me that. For those of, <laughs> you started something. You started For those of you new to the show, just listen to last week's episode. You'll get it as an inside uh, joke. Uh, they've inspired me to adopt a bastard that will not be allowed to participate in family gaming. I really want to give my natural born children something their friends don't have. I even have a free corner of my basement to store it in. Second, uh, he says, I wanted your insight on how Microsoft is getting people to play more games with their new services. He says, I was primarily a PC player during the 32-bit days because there was just too many 3D platformers during that era and didn't uh, come back until the OG Xbox and PlayStation 2. He says, I didn't play PC games after that. Since converting my Xbox Live to Ultimate, I found myself playing games on my PC again in between work and homework. Now my PC isn't built for gaming and won't run stuff like Gears or Destiny, but Game Pass has so many low-spec games that are also very good that I find myself playing more games now between my Xbox and computer. He says, do you think this is a part of Microsoft's plan to make gaming so accessible that it can be done from anywhere, regardless of the specs on a device as a non-PC gamer, I think it's working and it's making it tricky not to get distracted. Thanks again, guys, and have a great week. I'm going to say yes, that's absolutely, um, I, th- I mean, I think that's definitely the benefit of it. For instance, I run Wargroove at work. Wargroove is a two megabyte game. It does nothing. Yeah. I run it at work in between processes. It's a turn-based game. It's perfect for that. Um, now I you th- can say this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I can, I can say this. Uh, <laughs> So we can to, say everything. So we can be honest. Yeah, usually, usually David could never say that yeah. until yeah, after the show. Yeah. So I played at work. I played in between processes that I run, and <laughs> it's it's fabulous. Uh, and I do that on my PC. And I think, and I it, it has made me because same thing. We have we all have gaming PCs. We all have a massive stream library, but we're primarily on console. Yeah, yeah. And I think ga- Ultimate Game Pass does encourage. I think Microsoft wants you to play their games anywhere, right? I mean, I think it's why they made um, the accessible controller. What's that called again? Sorry, I'm I'm spacing. The adaptive it. controller. The adaptive controller. They're all. They're really focusing on accessibility. I think Game Pass Ultimate extends that in a way to uh, get you to play games on your PC yeah. as well as your Xbox and anywhere else that you want to play. 
Um, I think that's a great question, Mastering Mix Spicy. Thoughts? Agree? Disagree? Well, he, you, you just said a lot. Uh, I think he's zoned out. Jordan, what's the question? Does Is Microsoft's plan to get you to have more accessibility to games on even if you have a low-end oh, PC? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, what's cool about his question also is the fact that he's now playing games that he otherwise would not have and played. That's exactly yeah. what I'm doing. As yeah. you're going through, oh, well, because I, I'm the same way. I only have so many. I can't load a massive game on my work PC, right, while yeah. I'm at work. So I'm looking at these these little two two megabyte type games that I yeah. am yeah. then able to install and play. No, and that's what I remember when I got uh, Game Pass. Just so I have Ultimate now, so I have all, access to all that. But originally, I've had it for I've had it ever since I think it came out. Game Pass, right? Um, just the fact that you play games that you thought you'd never have a chance to play. Yeah. Like one of those for me is Hitman. I oh, yeah. mentioned it all in the show a lot. I that's that was on Game Pass. I don't know if it still is. I think it still is. But what a good game! And I it totally zoomed past me, and I never realized I'd play it. But but I am now. Um, I and I think Microsoft has seen the value, and that's the word we're going to use: the value of how Netflix does things. Of how sure of how um, people just love to absorb entertainment, they love right? to browse and try new, and they're more willing to try new things, you know, in, mm -hmm. in that format. And I will, I will say that game pass is the ultimate. The ultimate value in gaming. It really is. And I think everybody can see that. And that's what I was watching um, a really, really big streamer. Um, watch e3 when they announced ultimate and he this streamer is 100 a pc gamer right and watching the xbox conference usually the pc master race is like oh whatever right you know um or some of them i'm not gonna stereotype them all into that yeah, but uh, when they announced game pass the pc gamer got excited the streamer got super excited yeah. and chat usually a trolley chat in this streamer's community is usually so trolly but they were all excited too right there's they're seeing the value that they can have when playing this and i think well, it's that's, options more options yeah. right freedom to play how yeah. you want with those with those options jordan thoughts yeah anything to add no to that? well we we kind of had an experience this week uh with uh, i have a couple friends that uh, don't have xboxes this is they, true. they haven't been brought to the light yet i'm trying they're, you no, know they're, they're they're not we're working know, on we're working on it right? we're working anyway, on them they don't have xboxes but they both have switches and they both have computers and uh, Minecraft, a game that Microsoft owns, right, is cross-play anywhere, right? So we were able to then invite them to our realm, so and cool. they're able to play with us on their Switches at home and on the PCs, right, which is really fun. And they, they dig our realm. I taught them how to fly today, and yeah. Yeah, they, they, they really dig it. So, But anyway, just, just cool, like, playing anywhere. I no, mean, so absolutely 100% cool. Mass Strangula. Uh, it's about expanding that accessibility, giving people options and freedom, and I think it benefits so for instance uh to piggyback off what you said about discoverability one game that the three of us discovered that would we have would have never discovered that actually then went on to you know kind of be a cult classic or, or a niche popular game vermintide yeah. warhammer oh, vermintide it was good so good and it, it was because it was on game pads you could just go grab it and kill millions of rats with your friends <laughs> Uh, and have fun doing it, right? Per like, level, but but that was, level, game, yeah. that was a game. I feel like we discovered because of Game Pass that we otherwise would have never. I would never look twice at that game. Yeah, like, oh, I'm not really into Warhammer. Uh, I don't really know the lore. Uh, I think I'll pass, right? But because it was on Game Pass, we were able to discover it. So yeah, great question. Thank you very much, Matt Strangler, for yeah. riding in, guys. Guess what? 
That does it. Oh, oh we did Another it. Another week. For the week. With all the errors Guys, that we, we had. The pre-show. Through, yeah. The pre-show was intense, everybody. We, yeah, we were. It was, it was reminding me of like our OG one where it took like hours and hours and hours. This was kind of similar to that. <laughs> yeah. We're still going to have a post-show, too. So, yes. so, so hang out. Yeah, hang stay out. around. We do a post-show for everybody that's here live. Everybody that's not live, have a great week. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm going to hit that button. Don't just stop and make it awkward. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to press when it start, now. When you start doing uh, stuff, it makes me nervous. Well, because I'm going to the outro button. Oh, okay, okay. Don't make it weird. Join your, what, uh, any new games? Are, oh, we're going to definitely be checking out Anthem, right? So you got to see yeah, if yeah. the new expansion yeah, is we're there. Gonna so come check out the Cataclysm. Anthem. Also, if you haven't yet, come join us on Discord because the community is amazing. Pro- yeah. Probably more Minecraft, though. I'm digging the you're, realm. You're back into yeah, Minecraft I'm in a big way. I might jump back into because I got to finish my church. Your the church, church of the Elder yeah, Dragon. The church of the Elder Dragon is missing yeah. a roof. It really is. I've I got to see how much uh, tithes. That I, I, yeah. I'm more of a creative destruction type. I've been destroying stuff you so have. that we can build it up again, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's a good time. Guys, thank you very much. Have a great rest of the week. We love you guys. Bye bye now.